What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. There's a little extra episode for you this week, a really special treat. And I'm here with my co-host, as always. I'll just let him say his name so I don't have to. Um. Well, I'll say both of our names. You're here with Bucky and you're here with Diamond, as usual. And this is the Midnight Terrors podcast. And this is a bonus episode. Woo! And you're here with Kevin and Jason. <laughs> so, yes, and, uh, and, and and what are we doing this week? I think I think we have um, I think we have a guest. Do we yeah, have a guest? dude, we do. So, uh, as you guys are probably wondering, you're like, wait, this isn't Sunday. What is this new episode in the feed for Midnight Terrors? Well, we have an extra special treat for you. So, as you guys have heard me talk uh, about the other guests that we've had on the show so far. We've met so many people through our Midnight Terrors Instagram, and uh, this gentleman was a uh, was another huge blessing that we found through the Instagram. He actually hit me up uh, about a week or so ago uh, because he is a musician, and uh, he has actually just released a banging single that ties very well into the horror genre and he asked if we would be willing to talk to him and we absolutely fucking were so we're gonna do that and you can get to meet him and hear about his music and uh it's all gonna be all that good stuff so we would like to welcome makai of the first hello thank hello, you so much Mackay. for having me thank you thank you so much well, for having me boys I, I, you know i have to say we we usually do kind of like a little a little pre-episode like just a little chit chat and yes. I will have to say, um, from the beginning of the episode, or you know, before the episode, our little pre chit chat, um, I don't like you. Um, uh, <laughs> well, uh, we're not friends, <laughs> and I don't know if we can talk anymore. We're not friends, and I, 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 I was just thinking, I don't know if I want Mikhail on my podcast. Jason. You I'm just... going to have to be inebriated <laughs> to speak with you, Jason. You just blew apart the entire thing, dude. The episode's over. <laughs> I don't. We're just going to bust on him and hit on him. The We're way. out of material. We have nothing. Goodbye. But, well, you can, but he does make I, pretty good music, so we should probably at least try to be a little nice, dude. Well, the right, first part the first part is debatable. The second part, we should all be nicer, right? <laughs> right, right. No, all seriousness, <laughs> Makai. Don't we just want to be? Don't we just want to be nice? Right. Yeah, but in, no, in all, LSD, all seriousness, um, Makai. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, boys. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the Crow has been my favorite episode yet. I think Ooh. we can top it. Ah, Let's hell yeah! Go. I think this will be the one. Well, so number one, Makai. Um, glad to hear that you're listening. Thank you. Um, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Of course, we love our listeners. Indubitably, so, uh, thank you. In, indubitably. Um, <laughs> no, glad to hear that you're listening because obviously you know the material. So we love having people on that are fans. Fuck um, yeah. And, and um, we're excited to talk to you too. Realistically, um, likewise. And, uh, uh, like I, I, I had a really great time. Um, I had to make this long drive home, um, from training for like my new job or whatever. And so I got a, I got a Excellent. chance to listen to your music, um, on the way. Um, and it actually made my ride home much more enjoyable. Dude, thank you actually, so much. Uh, yeah. It's an and honor. I'm actually excited to talk about it. Um, and Fantastic. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're on audio. Um, oh, oh, excellent. So you can't even see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> That's um, fine. 
so we can see each other, um, but we, we released the audio. Um, but as soon as we started this meeting, I saw Makai. And um, just to give you a little little hint, uh, Makai's got these badass 3D glasses going on. Yes, Thank does. you, gentlemen. Thank you. He's rocking it. He's um, rocking it. Yeah. He's, he's got this. Uh... Tip, of the, tip of the glasses to you as well, sir. <laughs> yeah, he's, like. He's got this. He's got this crazy. Um, Neo Kurt Cobain thing going on, and I love it. Thank yeah, you. Dude, thank it's you very badass. much. And I thank hope you. that's not an insult. That's a compliment. It, it's not. I uh, I tripped and got lost in vaudeville and uh, and hit my head on Tupac and uh, and uh, and fell through Alice's uh, rabbit hole. And uh, no, and then no, you listen you. to <laughs> and then you listen to California Love on the way in. And that's right. And then here we are. And then here we are. Hell yeah. And this is, and this is where we arrived. On the Midnight Terrors podcast. Let's go. I love it. And uh, likewise, Mackay, I also, uh, since talking with you for the last uh, week or so. We've uh, become fast friends. We have, man. It's been awesome. And your music is absolutely incredible. I uh, oh, Thank you so much. Not now to... I know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> not to be a, a kiss-ass by any means, but it's the truth. I'm addicted to your music and uh, have become a so quick much. friend of yours and a quick fan of yours. So it is a huge treat to have you on this week. Thank you, sir. Likewise, likewise. And so, so we've said you're a musician, so, but you're yes. also a, a, a regular horror fan. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of never knew that I was because I kind of grew up on what, what I thought were action movies, you know, like uh, Predator and Terminator and stuff. So like, okay, you know, kind of wet the appetite for, uh, you know, some action and stuff like that. And then as an, as an adult, um, really just dove head first into, I guess, probably the Jason Friday the 13th series, probably first. Awesome. Um, as well as Scream, I had absolutely no idea Scream was based on the Gainesville Ripper uh, in my hometown. Um, yeah. And that's cool. Which it, it is. It's a bummer. It's a bummer what happened, but it's cool that, you know, the films kind of, you know, live on and, and, um, you know, shed light like they don't give any credit to that asshole or anything like that. You know, that's why he's got a mask and stuff. So that's really cool. And then uh, the Freddy series is a lot of fun. Hell yeah, uh, of course. Because you know, it's it's uh, a lot more as possible. It's in the dreams. So that that element is fun. And I got really into lucid dreaming for a long time. Oh. I was I was telling Buck earlier. I dreamt the band name. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So Freddy. So I liked Freddy because it was fun. You know. Um, please take over, gentlemen. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. Oh, no, and... not at all. We, we're, <laughs> we're enjoying this. Like, I was, you're going into everything that we probably would have asked you because usually, okay. Okay. um, any, any guests that we have on, like, kind of our first and even on our first episode or anytime we have somebody on, okay. like, the first thing that we say is, like, hey, what was your introduction to horror? What's your sure. favorite kind of horror? Um, and, um, the only other thing that I would say, um, because my favorite question yeah. is, uh, can you think about a movie, um, whether it's in your childhood or adulthood or whatever, that just fucked you up? You know, immediately I go to Terminator. I saw Terminator when I was four and a half. And oh, shit. I think, what, yeah, <laughs> well, mili- military, military parents. There's a reason. There's a reason I have a lot of music to write. <laughs> um, so are, are we talking original or T2? 
Um, well, both. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Um, so I and I guess they were thinking I had seen Chucky before that and thought like, oh, that I I, I liked it. It didn't it didn't scare me. It was like, oh, it was, it was like silly to me, like a doll yeah, with a creepy. knife. It was yeah, I, I didn't find that scary. So I think they were like, oh, he's ready for some some shit. Yeah, four and a half. I wasn't that that scared the piss out of me. <laughs> um, but uh, but then what? I guess what really got me back into it was probably the Friday the Thirteenth series because Jason. It's a, it's kind of a fun story. Well, I, I also grew up. There's a Camp Crystal Lake that they would send us to um, in school. They would send us there for you know like a week every year. And of course, oh, wow. the kids, the kids with the flashlights would be like, "This is where Friday the Thirteenth took place." And you'd be like, "Shut up, Greg. No, it isn't." You know. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but then. Um, I kind of forgot all about that, you know, and then as an adult, it was like, oh, check this out. And I literally started at the beginning. I watched the very first Friday the 13th movie, and I was like, this is awesome, <laughs> you know, um, especially that well, one's – go ahead, go ahead, please. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, um, your name is Jason. Take over, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so important but question yeah, for you, uh, Makai. Since we just passed Friday the 13th as we're recording this, what did you do to break in Friday the 13th? Oh, my gosh. Well, I got a new tattoo. Actually, it's still got the second skin on it. I got oh, a, sick. I got a Black Widow here crawling up. I like and, it. Uh, kind of on the other side of the, of the web, there's a bee up here. And uh, so, yeah, it literally fit. It's right in between the candle and the and the hive and everything. It was like it was meant to be there. So that's cool, man. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. Twenty bucks. It was freeze. It was literally like twenty eight degrees outside. <laughs> we made friends. We made friends with everybody there. There was people there from my hometown. Um, it was incredible. I love I it. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Awesome, well, man. So, um, Makai, like real quick, um, mm -hmm. you know, going through. Obviously, you're talking about like like what you got in uh, like what got you into horror. Yes. Um, but but so like I said, like when I ask about like what movie like fucked you up, like mm -hmm. what like do you have one that like just real like not that not that you necessarily liked or enjoyed maybe, but that mm -hmm. just really like traumatized you. Like what sticks in your head that you're like, oh my god, I should not have watched that. Or, yeah, so or I think a few. I think a few. What 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 scares? Which ones actually scare me? Jaws, because I grew up in Florida. Oh, Jaws. Damn. And see, I didn't realize I didn't realize that was a horror film. Here's another one. See, every every summer, whatever, we would go out on my uncle's pontoon boat, and my parents would hurl us off the back of the boat, deep, 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 deep in the ocean. You know, well, just to be safe, so like we didn't hit the bottom. Sounds like you're going to need a bigger boat. Exactly. <laughs> so Jaws, Jaws. And, you know, we saw sharks. I mean, I was stuck at, you know, uh, I, I think I was about five and a half, six at that time, stuck in a school of a few hundred stingrays. So Jaws was like, oh, man, you know, don't fuck with that. So there was that one. Definitely saw because I still saw the year it came out. I'm sure I'm sure you guys did, okay. too. Oh, yeah. um, and you remember during that, that was during the two, that late 2000s, I think mid late 2000s. At the time, it was very groundbreaking. Because it, it was. It was. And that's, uh, that's, that was the era. Um, I mean, I like to, or we usually refer to it as torture porn. Okay. Um. That's a good, that's like, that's like the Rob Zombie films, obviously. Um, a little bit. Well, yeah yeah i mean zombies uh zombies definitely got this uh very hardcore um 
kind of aspect uh, right. to his movie. But when when we say or when we talk about torture porn, um, it's kind of like that saw hostile. Um, okay, almost like psych thriller. Me. Oh well, that so that's interesting. That's almost what I was going to bring up was saw really saw that. Um, Saw saw. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. They really. You, I'm they glad. Did you I'm glad it? that you were thinking the same thing as me, Mackay. <laughs> See what I did there. Guys. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um. They really. They really cornered a spot in the marketplace where where psych thriller met gory uh, horror, and they just they just kicked the hell out of it. And that was such a great film. I think everybody that saw that that year it came out was just like, oh man, you know, that was all anybody could talk about. Yeah, and I was. Well, I was actually yeah, late to the game with uh, that okay. first Saw movie, and uh, I didn't see it until maybe seven years after it came out. Okay, but okay, thi- but still within but the, within you know yeah. a decade of its well, relevance. The, yeah, and the thing was that uh, it's still a I still consider that first Saw movie a, a huge groundbreaking film because it is because when we when we talk torture porn like absolutely the saw sequels really dove into that people like oh there's the groundbreaking kills and like they're so disgusting and grimy but that first saw film is like a well-written story the kills and the exactly yeah and the traps are so effective even more so effective in that first one than the sequels and they just it just really gets under your skin you know like we talk about a lot uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and how it yes. still holds up nearly 50 years later as this gross, gritty, right. like unsettling film. And I put that first Saw movie in there as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, to a lesser degree, I would still throw the original Friday the 13th film in there. Yeah. Yes, there was less kill scenes and things like that. But at that point, you still had Pamela Voorhees was like a believable, crazy, you know, mom. Yeah. She seemed like that mom you see on the news that mm-hmm. snaps and kills a bunch of her kids and friends. Um, you know, and technology back then, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, and she's still a, a, one of the scariest horror icons too. In that first Friday the Thirteenth movie, she is scary as hell. I think so. Tell her, mommy. <laughs> like, oh yeah. my god, she is, and and I, I think that it's so funny. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, watching Scream. Um, of course, you know they know their horror movies, and uh, right. like the question is like, who is the killer? And they and she's like, "Oh, Jason, Jason, no, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's his right. mom. Jason didn't come in until the second one." Um, but um, I do love I though that that with that first Friday the Thirteenth movie, it's such a big like flaw in it. But yes. I still love it nonetheless. I love that it's a murder mystery, right? It's a whodunit, <laughs> right. but they yeah. don't give you the option to solve it. Until nope. Pamela Voorhees shows up and says, "It's me," but we've never yes. we've never seen her before. Right, like it's unfair because when she picks up the girl, the the future camp counselor, and kills her on the way to the camp or whatever in the jeep, you know, it's like you you just assume, oh, it's got to be what Jason or something. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, you know, the point of view, um, yeah. is a killer sometimes. I love it. No pun intended. Still a great well, movie and, though. Um, just <laughs> it is. To, just to just to give you um like some of ours and and we've talked about this. We we usually keep coming back to like the same films, but. On our first episode, we talked about the ones that like just like psychologically fucked us up. Yeah. Um, so um, one of mine was Fire in the Sky. I don't know. If okay. You've seen Fire no, in the I sky. haven't seen that one. 
Okay, well, um, Kevin's going to watch that one, um, oh, like, right is. now. <laughs> okay, um, excellent. Because I've been begging him for, like, 10, 15 years to watch that one. Yeah, um, I, actually, I actually just bought, uh, so on, on my Friday the 13th plans last week, I went and saw Friday the 13th, the final chapter, on the big screen. Excellent. And it was amazing. Crispin oh. Glover's uh, early acting is hysterical. Oh, my God. Now, remind me, which number is that? Do you know off That's the top four. of the final chapter? That's f- oh, that's one of my favorites. Three it's, and four. Yep, it's, those are my jams. It's Three Corey Feldman and Crispin Glover. Yes. And, uh, oh yeah, I, I felt like I was in a. In there. Yep, I felt like I was in a time capsule in the eighties because it was a yeah. crowded theater with people with oh. popcorn just laughing at yeah. the acting and the kills. Yeah, and the moment yeah. where the moment where they lost their shit was there's a line from Crispin Glover where they meet all those girls right and they're swimming in the lake and the girls yep. look to Crispin Glover who's like the nerdy guy. And they go, come on in. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, the, the theater just kind of cold. <laughs> he doesn't end up living anyway. Yeah, the theater <laughs> right. lost its yeah. shit. Oh, my God. Or the, the or, remake. The remake was pretty good. Yeah, we yeah, like I, we like that one a good bit. We I talked about it. Yeah, I I like the remake a lot. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a I consider myself a pretty uh big fan of the Friday the Thirteenth series as well. So I have okay, s- cool. I have some issues with the remake. Uh, yeah, but it's definitely a fun watch. I agree. You know, it kind of lifted from other things. Like even saw like when the guy's leg is in the bear trap and, mm-hmm. and his, his girlfriend is dangling in the sleeping bag over the fire, or whatever. Yeah, it's like literally that. Like, is he going to rip off his leg to save her? You're like, <laughs> you're like, okay. Um, but but I, I did think it was enjoyable. That's the one where they're underground, right? Yeah, to rescue the sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jared yeah. Padalecki's yeah. no, sister. Yeah. It was that was well, a good and, one. And I I can never talk about Friday the Thirteenth. Or, or any of the uh, you know Jason movies in general, um, without talking about Jason X, um, and I've <laughs> said this probably twenty times on the podcast. Um, <laughs> when he picks the girl up in the sleeping bag and is just slamming her on the oh tree, I don't know. Oh if you yeah. yeah. So Jason face one, and it's terrible, but it's such <laughs> the best scene. Like he picks her up in that sleeping bag and is just slamming her into the tree. Um, hey, it, amazing soundtrack though, because they've got uh, bodies by Drowning Pool on the soundtrack. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah that <laughs> was a killer track, man. Yeah, that one, uh, that one was a funny one. It was, it was get, the kill scenes were getting more accurate and things like that. But the, it's funny how the storyline was drifting further. It's like the kill scenes were getting better and the CGI was getting better, but the storyline was drifting further. <laughs> and it, and I agree with you. It did make it fun. You know, it was like The Matrix meets Jason. Yeah, so, so, well, so what's what's more ridiculous than putting Jason in space, right? Exactly. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's so it, it it's one of those because um, Bucky and I both really like um, uh, ridiculous horror movies where yeah. they know where they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They right. know they know making Jason X like, okay, we're going to put Jason in space. Yeah. Right. The most ridiculous concept <laughs> we could ever come up with. So um, Jason, and, before they know I, what they're doing. yeah. And Jason, before I dive into the, the horror movies that mess me up the most, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever told you this, but I told Makai this when we were talking uh, in the days coming up to this. Can you guess what my favorite Friday the 13th is? 
what your favorite Friday the 13th is? Yes, because it's uh, not, I do love Jason X, but it's not Jason X. And I told Makai this one, and his response, this might give you a little bit of a hint, was, <laughs> oh, you might not want to, you might not be happy with me because I put that one pretty low in my ranking. And I said, yeah, but from a so bad it's good standpoint. And then he goes, oh, wait, no, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You literally changed my, my thought on that film. And I'm like, man, yeah. too bad that had just come out because I was like, damn, I would have totally. Yep. Totally changed the ranking and and probably it put number six. Okay, maybe maybe um, Ghost to Hell. No, Ghost to Hell. Yeah, that was that was down there. So three and four are my favorite, which is hilarious because those were the lowest grossing at the box office. <laughs> which is strange too, because that's kind of where they came into their sh- their stride. That's what I felt like. It's <laughs> like he finally has. He doesn't have the mask until what three? He gets three. the mask right. Um, yeah. Maybe he has a, maybe a bag over his head for two. I couldn't do mm-hmm. that. Takes I mean, Manhattan. It was okay. maybe? Takes Manhattan was pretty good. I like that one because it, you know, it brought him in. I also thought bringing him <laughs> onto the ship was mm-hmm. a great concept because yeah. it, yeah, it yeah, made yeah. it more terrifying. Like, oh shit! If Jason messes up this ship, the whole thing goes down. Um, I do. Well, I do crack up though because it's called Jason Takes Manhattan, and he's not in Manhattan until the last thirty <laughs> the minutes of the movie. I know it's more like Titanic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, and, and in there, um, in that, in that, the one that has like the boxing scene. Yep, yeah, and he, the right, boxer tires himself out on oh, the roof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the fun, one of the funny ones to me was it was it Jason goes to hell where he like breaks his knuckles for in or for uh, information. <laughs> I think so. He's like, you want more yeah. information? Crack, and he breaks another. And I was like, yep. ah. So, Jason, <laughs> I'll tell you, my favorite one is Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning. A new beginning. You know what? Like, because, dude. Uh, well, this this will this will all... help you. This will help you identify which one this is because. Okay. The immortal quote, "Damn enchiladas." <laughs> Damn enchiladas. Damn enchiladas. And then you got Damn the guacamole. the the fat guy or the the one fat guy that's awkward trying to be friends with everyone. He's like, well, if that's the way you feel, Vic. <laughs> Just forget it, Vic. Just forget oh, it. <laughs> oh, Joe, that's Joey. Joey. That's the one. Yeah, he trying to offer any everyone the... a candy bar. Yeah, and he, he gets a candy bar all over the laundry. And I, he... I felt like that guy. I'm like, that's me. I'm always, I'm always uh, smearing, you know. Candy well, then you, then you got the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, then you got the, uh, you got the the hillbilly family in the woods that are yelling at each other, and the one guy's yeah. like, he beat me up. He beat me up. Brian is back around. That's the one. That's the one where she's touching the chicken with that's all raw. And she never watched it. I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh man, forget Jason. She's touching that chicken with raw hands, man. She's gonna get salmonella. Yep. Uh, oh, it's so. I dude. know they're all gonna die anyway, but man, that's nasty, dude. Jason, Friday the Friday that chicken in the wrong way, <laughs> dude. Jason, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five is going to happen on the show because that I, movie is a good ass time. Uh, well, you know, man. Like, I, it, to be honest, like I, I, you know, I've seen all of them, um, and I've Likewise. seen all of them probably, you know, two, three times. Um, but at a certain point, you know, they kind of all they like, kind of bleed together. Blur. They do, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's hard to like. It becomes um, like the storyline. Like, mm-hmm. wait, where in the series is that? Is that before he went to hell, or you know? But I will always say, well, and, I will stand by. Kevin even. I... Go ahead, buddy. I called you Kevin. Fuck that, Bucky. Um, Get the so fuck Bucky, out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, Bucky and I like we're huge Halloween fans too. 
Um, oh yeah, and even and even talking about like Halloween. I mean, there's so many of them. I watched um, the zombie remake last night. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's so good. It so is good. so it is so good. And I sense it's funny because I I sense a little bit of like dark humor in that one as well. Like mm-hmm. when he when he puts his his friend the the um oh what's that Danny Trejo Danny Trejo or, or, yeah, yeah is that his name okay yeah. when he when he puts him in the ice and then pulls him out to like say one word and then puts him back in the ice <laughs> and then like it goes back and forth every time it's so excessive and you're like oh you could just see Rob just like cracking up like mm-hmm. that's what makes it that's what makes it funny. Well, you know. so is that is that the first time that you've seen it or? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jason I actually love... took me to see that in theaters when it came out. Oh yep. man! Yep. We went Jealous. And saw that together. I love that movie, and I I love Rob Zombie's work front to back. Um, yeah. I think Jason got in trouble. There. I think Jason. I think you got in trouble for taking me to see it because it had boobs in it. <laughs> yeah, I probably did. And I was in like middle school. You were probably too young to. No, I was like fourteen or fifteen, and he got in trouble because there were boobs in it. Yeah. Now, see, our our bass player should be here because she she saw in theaters and she loves she loves boobs and Mm. uh, she's she was so upset she was so upset with Friday the Thirteenth number six because there were no no boobs. boobs. That's right. That's the only one with no boobs in it. And she's like, she's like, you got to put that at the bottom of the list. I'm like, I'm like, I can't put it at the bottom of the list. You can't put it at the bottom of the list because it has Jason Jason Voorhees doing a James Bond intro and slashing the screen. Oh my god, that was I called that out too. I was like, I was like, no way are they about to do Bond, and they did. I'm sorry, Diamond. Yep. Go diamond, please. No, no, please. no. You're fine. You're fine. No, um, it's, <laughs> no. It's just funny that um that that Bucky said that because it, I, you know I forget like I, you know uh, Bucky and I are in laws and uh, you, you know we're family. Um, and and yeah and uh, you know I forget uh, sometimes that uh, you know I I introduced Bucky to a lot of stuff. Um, and I did get in trouble with his parents. And that's, then that's I, my... <laughs> I, I have groomed him into the man he is today. I take a lot of credit for that. Excellent. <laughs> in some ways. In some he ways. Won't give me credit for, uh, yeah. He won't give me credit for that. But, uh... <laughs> in it's some, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah. Where, so before I knew you, Jason, uh, or right before I knew you, so for uh, Mackay, for, for you to understand where I came from, yes. the two movies that messed me up the most I saw yes. them both within the same year. I was 11 years old in sixth grade. The 1990 version of It. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tim, Tim yeah. Curry's yeah, portrayal TV, of It yeah. fucked me yeah. up. Yep, 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 yep. And then, uh, yep. and I got to tell Tim Curry that in a video chat about no two years ago. Mm-hmm. No yeah, way. Yeah, we had a video chat with Tim Curry, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. And oh then, my God. same year. That's so dope. The first. American version of The Grudge with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Yeah. That really, that one really did it. That one really did. You know, that also kind of made me think of um, seeing The Ring as a kid. Mm. I feel like that didn't necessarily necessarily scare you. There was just something so creepy about it that just kind of, just kind of, just kind of gave you the creeps. I don't Mm -hmm. know. No, for sure. Don't listen to Jason. He thinks they're the exact same movie. Yeah, no, 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 no they're I not. No, they're not. They're not. I wasn't saying that they were the same movie. But you've they, said that on are. the podcast, though. Did I? In the this or that episode, you said they're the exact <laughs> same movie, so you can't pick oh. one. 
Okay, I got called out. Well, I'm okay, but, but, but as I'm an artist... No, it's cool, artist, it's cool. <laughs> I have to defend context. I do have to defend context. Mm. You know, well, context is important. So, of course. So probably, I, 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 I don't think that my intention in saying that um and god that, that and now you have to go you and, just blew everything you're about to say blew up now who's the wait, defensive wait, wait, wait. one <laughs> 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 fuck you um, <laughs> no so probably probably going back to that and i'll probably listen to that episode again um that's what i haven't listened to um but um <laughs> But no, it was probably what I was what I was saying, or or with the ring and the grudge, um, it it was that that era, you know, in the early two thousands where they were taking all of these like Japanese horror movies and then adapting. Yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, that's so, very I true. Mean, like the ring, the grudge, so Juan and uh, you know everything. Like they were adapting those or taking all these foreign films. They're almost uh, genre wise similar yeah. in some weird way. Or yeah, something. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. the era of the time I, is that, you know, the early 2000s, uh, really beginning with that first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we were in oh, the era yeah. of remakes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. We were. And man, talk about it. Not that it's a remake, but Freddy versus Jason. I mm, love that. Uh, so good. Love it. So good. I I remember seeing that in the theater. That is, oh. that, is one that I remember so fondly. Um, I was I was working for this entertainment company where um, me and a buddy of mine were kind of traveling around and we would set up uh like these big inflatables and uh, oh, we would set super up, cool, super yeah. Cool. We would set up video game tournaments uh, for different colleges and oh, uh, cool, cool. Yeah, and yeah. then we would also do like kind of drive-in movie nights. For, oh, fuck um, yeah! Um, for you know different locations or different colleges that would hire us out. We had these big twenty-five by twenty-five foot screens that we would oh, set up outside. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we—I mean, we were traveling from city to city like every night. Um, but I—I I remember when Freddie and Jason, Freddie versus Jason, came out. Um, we were in the middle of like traveling from one city to the other. It was like a probably like a ten-hour drive. Um, okay. But we didn't have to set up until like the next day. Oh, and nice. So, we were driving past the theater and I was like, Freddie versus Jason, we're stopping right now. I don't care what we're doing. We're stopping right now and we're going into this theater and we're going to watch it and then we'll finish up and go to our hotel or whatever. Um, And yeah, I I love Freddie versus Jason and I still love it. Mm, That's um, amazing. I feel like it it holds up. It does. And the the fights, well, I mean, the the couple of fight scenes that they have, but particularly the one um, by the, uh, like the grain, the hail grater, whatever it is, the farm industrial equipment. Yeah. Oh my when God, they're knocking so all the steel beams yes. down and mm-hmm. impaling each other, yeah, Jason with them, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. And, and and obviously the previous one is what in the boiler room, right? They're in the boiler room and and fighting. I think in the in the fight scene before that, I want to say, yep, yeah, because they they bring in the um the aspect of you know Jason being afraid of water. And, and That's right. Yep. Freddie torments him in the room. dream world for and, a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Freddie like starts pouring water all around him, and it freaks him that's out. That's right, and, and then that, we, that's when it yeah. turns him into a, into a kid again. Yeah, right? 
Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. So good, man. I wish they would make a sequel. I know it took like a decade to get that one out, but it's yeah. like, oh my God, come on, give us a sequel. Well, give us a sequel. At the very least, I hope they know, re-release it for its uh, 20 year anniversary because it is 20 years of Freddy versus Jason right now. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Well, and I think Fathom, uh, I think I saw the other day that Fathom is going to do like, you know, their one or two night shows like in local theaters. Hell yeah. Um, oh. Where you can watch it again. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But uh, the after Freddy versus Jason, like the the year or two after that, they were talking about doing a Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. I heard about this. That's right. Yeah. They were talking about that, and I was like, please, God, do this. Please, God, yeah. do this. But um, in, and it but never in, developed for some reason. But yeah. um, it, I did hear that Freddy versus Jason continued in a comic book, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so see, there's a storyline. You're like, come on, come on, Mm -hmm. just make a film adaptation, please. And hey, though we didn't get Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, we did still continue to get more Evil Dead with the reboot and now Evil Dead Rise. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Which Jason, I just saw the trailer for Rise in the theater before I saw uh, Megan the other week, and uh, holy shit, Rise looks good. I haven't seen the yeah. trailer yet. Oh, so good! Oh, man, oh so my good. god, so good! Are you yeah. are you a fan of the Evil Dead uh, franchise, Mackay? Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so. no worries, oh, no worries. Don't kill me yet. No worries, no, no worries. Don't kill me yet. Okay, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I, I'm gonna stop the call right now. You're done. That's it. Kick me out. Kick me <laughs> out. Done. I'm done. walking home. I'm walking home. <laughs> That's right. No, 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 it's over. No, no, no. We got, we got, we got more music to talk about with you. Who are you more scared of, Freddie or Jason? Personally, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a, a Freddie. Well, I say fan, but yeah, like I, I think that dream stuff, and especially um, the, the idea of with, not being able to sleep and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Like okay. Uh, I, I love, I love movies that are like that because. Um, uh, so one of my favorite movies is The Thing. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're listening to us, you may have heard me talk about it 20 times. At least once. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> At least once. Maybe, <laughs> maybe once and then. Um, no, but I, I like movies that like kind of have different aspects to them. Um, so like the, the Freddy thing is not just like, it's not just that like Freddy is terrifying or scary, but it's that aspect that, also you can't sleep right you know like it's like you know you're trying to stay awake and everybody has to sleep and then if you don't sleep you know like um if you go crazy too yeah yeah if you ever seen any kind of sleep studies or whatever people that are sleep deprived oh i've been sleep deprived i I stayed (laughs) up for a week in a studio one time yeah it's it's gnarly it's gnarly i i love stuff that has like a like that psych element yeah like yeah it's scary but also this other part of it is that like if you can't sleep or whatever like it, it it and it blurs the line of you're going crazy because you can't sleep so what you're seeing is that real or is it not real right right you're in a dream but you're not in a dream like so it blurs that line which is it, i i like that kind of stuff i think it's cool. i do too yeah 
Yeah, I did too. I was real. I was telling Bucky I was real into lucid dreaming for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, really? Um, I, I, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, maybe I said this already. I can't remember. And that's how I dreamt up the band name and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I was dreaming recently, and, and I'm not as good at lucid dreaming as I was. But I was dreaming recently, and I knew I was dreaming. And I was like, oh man, we had just watched. Uh, we had just watched Freddy vs. Jason. I'm like, oh man, I'm dreaming. I should I should fuck with Freddy. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, hey, I was like in my dream. I was like. That's not a good idea, even even though it's fake. Even though right. it's all fake, it's still not a good idea. Yeah. Just, just go back to peaceful, peaceful sleep. That's well, what my it, said. <laughs> at least for your little piece of mental health. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, see, and luckily part of having the watch tattooed on me is that's a quick in the dream. I can just check the watch, you know. Mm. There you go. If it's on time, then I'm good to go. If it's not, I know I'm dreaming. There you go. Um, well, if you, well, if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, you can spin your top and see if it's Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew he was. But I should have known he was going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> until it's go until it's twenty six, and then it'll yeah. no longer apply. <laughs> <laughs> so I think too easy. I think between those two, yes, the sl- the sleeping part kind of freaks me out. But I uh, I think there's a little more maneuvering to kind of like you were talking about with lucid dreaming. There's a little more maneuvering yeah. to learn to control your dreams a little more, which is usually what they do in the Freddy movies. Right, right. So I think, I don't know, man, something about the mountain man, like, brute force that that Jason has where he's just going to rip you apart with not even a... kill him. With not even a second thought about it. I think I would be more scared of Jason, man. I'm the same way only because Jason's in the real world and no diss towards Freddy, no diss towards Freddy because if they dream about him, he fucks him up. But Mm -hmm. my, my only thing... If you drink enough or smoke enough, you ain't dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> you can take drugs but, for that. <laughs> but there's not enough. Yeah, hypnosil, right? Yeah. But there's not a. You <laughs> yeah. can't. You can't you drink go. or smoke Jason away. Nope. Well, so well, Jason, so, new new shirt idea right there that Makai just gave us. You can't. <laughs> dr- you can't drink or smoke Jason away. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> the quick plug, we just dropped a merch line with our scary movie masks. Quick plug there and the slasher oh, tag. Oh, well, I'll be buying one please, of those as soon please, as we uh, sign uh, off bro, here. Much obliged, <laughs> much obliged. Thank you much, thank you much. Please take it away, Jason. Um, uh, no, I was, uh, well, shit, now I got distracted. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. So I was going to say, um, one of the things um, when, when people talk Friday the 13th or talk Jason, um, I like to compare it to Elvis. Um, do you okay. like do you like old slow Jason or do you like fast aggressive Jason? And it's like kind of do you like the uh, young slick Elvis or do you like sweat uh, fat sweaty Elvis? <laughs> right, 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 right. Elvis, Elvis yes, on speed sir. with his uh, banana sandwich. I don't know what I just walked yeah, back exactly. into. I stepped away oh, to let my dog yeah. out and I heard fat sweaty Elvis. And banana sandwich. Mm. That's my banana that's holster. My, that's my kind of dream. <laughs> banana well, holster could, is one. And Take, then feel free I, to use that. <laughs> I could go <laughs> and well, and then uh, that brings me into I could go off on Bubba Hotep all night uh, with Bruce Campbell playing Elvis. But I haven't seen that yet. Is that, that worth watching? I haven't Jason? seen it either. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys! It's okay, it. so that's yeah, a yes. I, I, that would yes, Bubba Hotep all day long. If you like Bruce Campbell, if you like Evil Dead, like Bubba Hotep is like the best thing ever. Hell yeah. Um, and, and I could go off on that one. 
actually, actually, Bucky, we should do an episode on that. Um, I'm down. Because that's, that's one of the movies that I want to force you to watch. Um, <laughs> okay. But, um, but anyway, so, no, so, so, um, no, so that's cool. So we kind of already, it's cool that we know where everybody's coming from. Um, but Makai, so let's, let's talk about, um, your music for a little bit. Um, yes, sir. Let's do it, boys. Let's do it. That, I mean, this was kind of the whole point of the episode. We, we wanted to get you on to talk about your music. Thank you um, so much. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and again, um, I got some time to listen in tonight. Um, I, I really like it. Dude, thank um, you so ditto. much. Ditto. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I got like two songs in um, today just because I've been busy and I wish I had time for more. <laughs> That's um, life. That is life. It is. Um, but uh, the the songs that I listen to, especially the new single. Um, Thank you, man. Movie. Yeah. Very proud of that one. Very proud of that. Yes, one. Very, sir. very good. Very, very good. Um, and um, yeah. So uh, from from my standpoint or from listening to it. Um, and, uh, what the feel that I got from it, especially with scary movie, um, it reminded me, um, you know, not saying copy or anything, but the vibe, um, reminded me a lot of like MGMT. Do you like MGMT? Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah, I do. I do, man. I, I remember when they came up, there was a big shift in the scene around that time. That was what, around 07, 09, something like that. Yeah. When that, yeah, when and, that record broke. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got a lot of that MGMT vibe. Um, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm big on Radiohead. There was a lot of, a lot of yeah. guitar textures. Oh, yeah. Um, and then a lot of newer, there's a lot of cool newer stuff coming out, like this guy Casper or, Mm. um, Gene Dawson's really good. There's a lot, I think a lot, a lot of dudes and, and, uh, and girls, um, influenced by, you know, Radiohead and MGMT and yeah, a lot, a lot of that, uh, cool. As well as like 90s hip hop. Yeah. Well, that's a, well, that's a, that's a really good, uh, segue in there. Cause that was actually one of the first questions that I had for you, Makai was, was, uh, so, Going back, we were talking about your your youth and growing into horror. Mm-hmm. What were what was your intro into into music like? What were the artists at a young age that made you want to to do this? At a really young age, um, I you know I really liked like hard, I guess what you would call hard rock. Like, and I'm talking you know when I'm five five or six, I loved you know ACDC and Led Zeppelin and and you know Black Sabbath and pretty much the heavier somebody would something would play for me, I loved it. You know, it's like I asked my parents, you know, like I liked rock and like what's what's the craziest rock to be like? I don't know. You know, Led Zeppelin and play that. Oh, I love this. And then, you know, it'd say that to someone, though. Well, you should check out this band and that band. So it just kind of got heavier and heavier to me. I mean, by the time I was in high school, I was into, you know, grindcore and <laughs> black metal and death metal and stuff like that, you know, especially growing up in Florida where there's so much death metal. Oh, yeah, the um, hardcore scene. Yeah, I mean, I date remembers from there, and obviously Death, the original original death metal band, all that kind of stuff. But but then also around that same time, um, I got into the indie scene and the alternative scene because um, there was a great non-com station there that played all that cool stuff coming out at the time, like Kaiser Chiefs and the Bravery, um, and mm, you know Tegan okay. and Sarah even and MGMT <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> 
just all, all kind of really like weird, quirky uh, stuff like that. And so I was I was wanting to like put the two together, you know. Okay. Cool. Well, and, the, and, the two formats. Yeah. And and Makai, I hate to stop you. Um, yeah, please. But, um, so um, just for kind of reference, like how old are you? Uh, why, why does everybody have to know that? I'm 27. <laughs> well, just to just to kind of get a feeling for well, so I'm a two thousand. I'm a two thousands kid. Hell yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, Yeah. and I I am absolutely too. Um, And when people ask me, because I'm I'm gonna be forty not long from now. Your um, voice has aged really well. Honestly, (laughs) like when you got on here, yeah, I thought you were a teenager. Um. Well, (laughs) um, I I don't. This is a fun fact that I don't think I've released on the uh on the podcast. Um. But uh. Most of the time, uh, when I pull up to a drive-through and I I make my order, everybody's always like, "Thank you, ma'am." Oh no, <laughs> that's funny. That's usually me. You know, I just I have a naturally high voice. You know, so. I'm, right. I'm actually yeah. right there with you, dude. Uh, it happens Are you to really? me. Yeah, it happens to me as well all the time. That's funny. Yeah. I, Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you got you guys all sound like dudes to me. Well, we so. appreciate well, that. Well, it, it's. It's it's fun because when I pull up to the window and they see me, they're like, "Ah, oh, shit, I fucked up." Yet, sure did. So, no, the only the only reason that I asked the age question is just because you know, just kind of like trying to get a feel for what you grew up with or, yeah. or where you're coming from. Um, because, like, so for me, you know, I'm pushing forty, but like the the era of music that most people would think would be my favorite or kind of the era that I grew up with mm-hmm. is not my favorite. Um, right, right, right. Like so I had a I had an, uh my brother was 4 years older than me. Um and he was in it you know 80s glam or 80s rock was probably even uh too old for him. Okay. Um, but okay. he was he was a huge, huge, and I am too. Um, so I was raised on like like Motley Crue, very cool, um, and stuff like that. So I I love like eighties metal, like so yeah, much. Man. Oh man, like, I mean, I there was so much that came out of that period. Well, well, I guess I was saying as a kid. I mean, again, I I, I didn't obviously I was didn't grow up in the 80s or anything like that but but you know my parents is like it's like well what's what's hard rock it was all it was the shit that they showed me was from the 80s acdc motorhead Mm -hmm. um you know uh i guess black black sabbath was at the end of the end of the 70s sabbath Um, yeah you know yeah but the aussie the aussie solo stuff yeah definitely 80s Uh, yeah Um, yeah I, you know, honestly, well, as a then, musician, I mean, dude, I love all eras, all style. I'm a musician, so yeah, man, you gotta, you, you gotta, I, you gotta I, take I, it all in. You, you do. I, there's there's I inspiration to... everywhere. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. Yeah, and <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. And and when you got three people on, we tend to talk over each other. Yeah, it's no, okay. it's good, man. It's um, good. It happens. Um, <laughs> no, but like, so so I came up with this. Um, uh, you know, I had my brother showing me like, uh, you know, like 80s metal. Um, and then when I got into high school, we kind of got into like heavier metal, like, you know, um, the first slip knot. Oh, album, man. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. When when I was a freshman. 
Okay. Um, so I got that. And then I've got my parents on the other side that are like Fleetwood Mac fans cool. and cool. Eagles fans. Cool. And so like, yeah, you know, people, you know, people always try and ask me like kind of what, what do you like? Or like, what's your genre? Or where do you come from? And I'm like, dude, uh, listen, I, I can't tell you because I'll listen to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I'll listen to the Eagles. I'll listen to Dr. Dre. I'll listen and to see, Slipknot. that's the I think that's the modern listener. And that's why the new record sounds the way it does. You know, the songs, they don't necessarily even sound like the same artist. But when they sit there, there's a there's a plot line in the storyline, by the way. I haven't been telling people that yet. But in the new record, there's a storyline. But each song is different, like a playlist like that, because that's what I noticed. I started noticing we were on playlists, just like you said, like next to Slipknot, next to also Celine Dion and, and next to also Dr. Dre. And you're like. Nobody gives a shit anymore, and I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, and my heart, know... my heart will go on with Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful! You know, I, I remember the times when it was like you were either a punk rocker or a metalhead or an alternative kid, and and I think it's cool now. The lines are so blurred. We're trying to blur mm-hmm. it even more. Yeah, I yeah, love it. it. It is, and I I have a lot of fun with uh, I have a lot of fun with Bucky um, because. Especially because so my brother was an artist manager for like the Southeast. Oh, cool, um, cool. And, uh, yeah, and so there were a lot of these like kind of local, not necessarily local, like they just weren't just big in this city, but gotcha. just kind of they had like a Southeast like kind of deal um, where they were they were really big, and so I have. Uh, a bunch of bands that I was really, really big fans of um, that, you know, were kind of indie and, and maybe didn't blow yeah, up. Yeah, right. You know, but some of my favorite music and um, Bucky and I have a lot of fun, like, because, he, he, you know, Bucky's, Bucky's not, I wouldn't say Bucky that you're mainstream. Um, no, at not at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's no, got a day to remember shirt. Sure yeah, <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a terrified poster. Well, so yeah, exactly just a little that. bit of uh, okay. elaboration on that, Mackay. My favorite band of all time is Motionless and White. Excellent. And you know how diverse their records get. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, like they bring in the the early two thousands metalcore scene and yeah. the the late nineties or mid nineties like Manson style yeah. they bring in like the depeche mode um yeah. like electronic style i was gonna say electronic almost mm-hmm. yeah yeah um love it yeah man so we we I no, love we, we love to to just throw band much like horror movies we throw bands back and forth at each other all the time and uh yeah it, we always we like, always tend to find some common ground i would say even with our age I, difference we always all of them i mean all of them you know i'm big you, you mentioned depeche mode i'm huge on nine inch nails they're a big one. Oh, there you go jason I love <laughs> nine inch nails. oh so man uh. spiral oh that's my favorite album yeah so so because we're doing horror podcasts yeah. and we're talking nine inch nails making uh, it in you... that house <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> so we can touch on that. Um, but um, have you ever seen Twin Peaks? No, I don't think. No, the the film. No, I don't think so. Well, no. no. So Twin Wait. Peaks is a is a long going. So there was it was early nineties uh, television series 
um, oh, that, okay. that got like it started out very kind of soap opera ish. Okay, okay. But then the deeper that they got into it, it got really creepy and really fucking weird. Oh, really? Um, okay. And it was it was written and directed by David Lynch. Oh, I don't know cool. if you're familiar with David Lynch. Um, he, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, um, I guess what, like four years ago, um, he came back. Like, so the show was canceled, and then he came back and did a resurgence of Twin Peaks on Showtime. Okay, and okay. Each episode had a different artist, and. Oh. David Lynch is really good friends with Trent Reznor. Right. Um, and uh, Trent Reznor came on to the show to do one of the, uh, it, it's weird. They, they just did these live performances kind of in the middle of the episode. It, it was weird, but the Trent Reznor song that they did on one of the episodes was just, fucking amazing oh, like man. it was so cool <laughs> he's so good live i saw him uh i guess it was around the wit teeth era and at queens yeah. of stone age were opening and it was just uh, it was such a killer killer <laughs> show uh, hell yeah they had a whole they had a film screen drop over the whole front of the stage is you know is in a is in an arena covered the whole front of the stage and he projected a film and you could see the band behind behind the screen but you know it was it was strong enough that you know you're focused on the film and uh it was just i've never i've never seen a concert like that before or after hell yeah uh, yeah and that's that's really cool they that they did that it's kind of like um uh have you ever seen the gorillas no, but I love the gorillas. Damon <laughs> Albarn and just mm. anything he touches is incredible. Yeah, the, the gorillas. gorillas is cool. And when you see the gorillas, um, they drop the screen in front of them and they project their, you know, their cartoon characters That's cool. like in front of them. So when you're watching it, like you're seeing a live show and the band is performing, you know, behind the screen. But the the characters on the screen are, you know, basically That's so cool. in, real, in real time doing what the band is doing. Yeah, um, which is yeah. insanely fucking. That's cool. crazy, crazy. And then, and then, yeah, you you touched on Queens of Stone Age too, dude. I love them so fucking much. Like they're Queens incredible. Like. Yeah, uh, songs. Uh, what is it? Songs for, songs the... for the dead. That was my first concert, yeah. man. I saw them on that tour. God. It was MTV Live. Um, it was incredible, just incredible. They, they smashed the big advertiser. There was like an AT and T sign. <laughs> destroyed it mtv was so pissed it was amazing man you i, just, I that's one of those, that's one of those bands that like i have not seen and it's one of those that i'm just like man you know like it, gotta it, catch them next time if you can yeah <laughs> I, i've got to um they're they're so good they I usually hit charleston i think on on their tours i feel like they usually hit through there i i don't well so they used to many years ago um but now our, huh yeah our our clubs and stuff are a, a little bit weird now gotcha. um we used to have a we used to have a huge booming um scene in charleston um but it's it's kind of it's 
kind of gotten a little weird lately because like some of the clubs are too small okay. to have a band like that. And then it's so it's like a band that would probably double, triple, whatever the right. club could facilitate, but then right. not big enough to do the Coliseum. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, totally. Yeah. They're at that House of Blues type level that, you know. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 500 to 2000 <laughs> kind of. And and I'll tell you yeah. one of the one of the best things I've ever seen. Um, um, So we have a club down here called the Music Farm. Um, okay. And the Music Farm maybe holds. I think capacity might be 600. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, and I got to see late Smashing Pumpkins. Oh wow! Yeah, so it wasn't full original lineup, but it was still sure. um, Corgan and Eha. Do you um, know when? When was when was that? Um, um, damn, that was probably. I'd have to. I'd have to check. I, okay. I'm thinking <laughs> okay. it would have been. I'm thinking it would have been 2000 like. And maybe okay okay hell yeah hell yeah one of our friends katie cole was playing she was playing bass with them for a little while she was filling, oh, cool. awesome. filling the cool. gap but she didn't start i don't think until closer to 2016 or 17 so uh, okay yeah it, yeah. yeah it wouldn't have been then yeah gotcha. it's, it's okay. much yeah. Than that. No. but i mean <laughs> the fact that um musically like seeing smashing pumpkins in like a club oh my that only god man six, like six seven hundred people yeah um, and one of my uh one of my other favorites uh that i did um i'm i'm a big muse fan i don't know oh, like muse, muse is incredible i love muse. incredible um, and so when absolution came out like it did not it hadn't hit the u.s like really hard yet okay yeah um, yeah uh so i went to see them in atlanta in kind of same kind of club environment where it might have been like six seven hundred people <laughs> um and then now when you go to see a muse like you be, it's a stadium it's gonna be a stadium <laughs> yeah yeah, wow, so that's being, crazy being front row to see muse that's um, crazy Especially when Absolution came out, like that was, oh my god! Oh <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 Muse is one of my favorites because I mean, the the fact that those three guys can make that all much that noise, sound, I know, oh, it's crazy. I know it's it crazy. is. Yeah, one of the best three pieces of all time. For sure. and, Hell yeah. yeah, and and you, like when you're sitting there watching it you would think it was like this full like 10 piece yeah band or whatever and no it's like it's just three of them three dudes and and lead <laughs> singer is like he's got his keyboard right next to him and he's playing guitar and then the whole sling is guitar and hop on the keyboard um and the keyboard's really cool because when he's playing it there's lights that uh coincide oh with that's the, cool like whatever keys he's hitting yeah. the lights coincide with it so when that's he's playing cool. like everything's flashing around and it's, it's fucking insane yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah awesome. So it, like yeah being able to see like some of those bands like that like smashing pumpkins and use in like this small environment where that's so you, cool 
you can't get that anymore. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no, you can't. Yeah. You can't. No. <laughs> Mackay, this is literally what our phone calls sound like. Is just I love it. hours of, and I'm here for it. I'm of, in. I'm of in this for type it. of stuff. But I do. But I have some uh, some questions to throw your way. If uh, please do, man. Please do. So let's um let's let's dive into the into the new single a little bit. Scary movie, okay. shall we? Yes, please do. So. Like I like I told you earlier, off air and on air, I much like Jason, I was listening to your catalog uh, just to sort of prep for this, so I could get a feel Thank for. Thank you so much, bro. And you, absolutely, man, happy to do so. And you've played with with so many different styles, and this style in particular, from my perspective, it seems like this is a, a fairly different sound for you. Yeah, just just it a little is. bit. And uh, so I wanted to ask you, you know, you've you've talked about playing with these styles and all the bands that you're influenced by. Mm-hmm. Um, where does this one kind of fall for you with uh, in comparison to the rest of your catalog? Where does Scary Movie fall in comparison to the rest of your songs? Is it way out there for you, or is it kind of just a continuation of uh, of what you've done before? You think that's a good that's a good question, man. Um, it's a, it was out there for me, you know. I mean, I'm a huge Radiohead fan. I love OK Computer. That's my favorite record from them, followed by In Rainbows, probably. Um, Paranoid so I, Android. Pa- one of my oh songs. my god! <laughs> Let, thank you, thank you. So yeah, you know, I wanted to, um, you know, I used a lot of the same like effects boxes and things like that. You know, the whammy and different mm-hmm. things like that, um, micing sure. techniques and stuff like that. So it was I'm definitely guessing- influenced by that. Um, go ahead. Sorry, not to not to interrupt. I'm guessing your uh, pedal board is pretty huge. <laughs> it's pretty massive. Well, well, you know, we yeah. we've got we've got I don't know somewhere between thirty and fifty pedals in the studio. Oh, is that um, it? But 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 on my but on my board, you know, there's only I mean, there's only I don't know eight to twelve at a time. You know, awesome. Oh, um, that's it. Just eight to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? Oh, so, so it's a, it, it, to answer your, your question, I used to do all of those effects in Pro Tools. Okay. Um, and so this was a big departure. I think Geronimo was probably the first one where I started printing effects going into Pro Tools. I started printing, um, you know, the the choruses and some of the distortions, like the big muff, going in into Pro Tools. So on Scary, it was like just all out that mellotron sound mm-hmm. um that's looped all the way through that's actually a guitar and i got that by turning the small clone a very famous course all that only has one knob turn it all the way up and it had that crazy like mellotron sound um and that you know kind of became became the song so it was definitely psychedelic but we have some other stuff in the catalog like that i guess it's most similar to this is me now probably i was gonna say that one definitely popped into my head too especially with the electronics but what jumped out to me as very different from your other stuff was your your vocal deliveries man you uh Mm -hmm. was this uh thank you that's a different uh a different range different kind of delivery was that uh was that an easy transition (laughs) for you or was that kind of difficult no it was scary it was scary man it was relaxed you know i mean you heard prelude there was a lot of screaming i mean it's not a lot of not a lot of screaming but like uh mixing mixing the singing where where does sing again and screaming begin that was like prelude you know yeah. how much of it is singing how much of it is screaming sure um yeah scary was just was just all letting it fly man falsetto you hear those background vocals and a lot of shit with me it tends to the early takes tend to be better because i'm not you know overthinking it sure yeah so like i every song we ever do i always when the song is essentially finished i'll go back and i'll try a couple of takes to see if i can top it and it always sounds super forced you know at the sure. end and so i was like no nah, man keep keep those first couple takes um 
So it was scary, but you know the fans—they they seem to like it. You guys yeah, like it, um, absolutely. You know, I had fun making it. I, I like it. We added it to some of our own playlists, which is important. If you don't if you don't listen to your own stuff, why even make it? That's true. You um, have to like it first. Uh, that's what I think. That's yeah. it, I didn't always do that in past bands, and with the first, that's what it is. It, it's like if it's out, then I think it belongs on a playlist somewhere. You know. Yeah, and well, uh, we go ahead, Kev. No, no, no. Go ahead, Jason. Um, I was going to say, um, just like saying, listening to your own stuff, like, uh, you know, when we record, we know, like doing a podcast, like we did the podcast and we were the ones that did it. Right. Um, right. But we still like, uh, or at least I know I do. And, and Bucky probably does too. Like I still go back and listen to it. Oh yeah, go, absolutely. Like, hey, Hey, what happened? Or uh, you know, what went well here? What yeah. did not go well here? Um, sure. And and that's how you develop. And and listening um, to your uh, listening to your own music, I know it can be tough sometimes because, like, I don't even like hearing my own voice to be honest. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I I think I think that I sound one way. Like you know, right. you hear that in your head. And then you go back and you listen to your podcast or you listen to a recording or you hear yourself on microphone and you're like, dude, that's what I sound like. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard, especially because like I, I, I tend to hear like the song, how it's like fully finished in my head, you know, at, mm-hmm. at conception. So. So, yeah, listening to it back, you're like, ah, it's never going to sound as good as it does in my head, you know, yeah. but but I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. At some point you have to. And I, I'm sure like you guys. Some episodes are better than others. Like I can't oh, listen. God, to tr- yeah. I I can't listen to Trustfall because I had a concussion when I recorded that song, and um, that's like that's that's one of the ones for me. I, I'm sure you guys have like those episodes where you're like oh, I can't. Oh, do for that sure, one, yeah, you know? yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I, I will say one of one of the things that I like, um, and and again, I, I'm always throwing out comparisons. Um, yeah, and and it's 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 not mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. any means. I'm not one of those songs. Oh my god, you're comparing me to someone. No, 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 no. But um, (laughs) like, I, I love like so one of one of my favorite bands, um, and one of my favorite albums is the original used album. Oh yeah, yeah. And the reason the reason that I love that album is number one, it's it's dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it's it's not overproduced. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it just it, it, it. not that it sounds trashy it's produced well right but it, right it's dirty it that, is it is dirty definitely. is the best word that i can use um but also like when when i listen to anything that's um kind of like emo screamo mm-hmm. hardcore mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff like i for me personally i don't like to hear just like straight screaming all the time right right someone that can sing and harmonize and has a beautiful voice and then if you turn around and like get that scream yeah in there yeah i love that combination Uh and that's that's one of the reasons that i that i like Bert because for me, like I, I don't really like to listen to people that are just gonna like scream all day. Right, all day. right. Like right. I don't like. It. Come on, man! No cannibal corpse for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for me. Not I for feel, me. I feel personally um, attacked I, right now, Jason, 
because uh, I know, I know some of my, some of my favorite bands are only screaming, dude. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I'm okay with it, man. <laughs> no, but I, 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 for for me, for my taste, um, I I like that mix. I sure. I, Same. I like someone that is a great singer, but they can also turn around and just like growl the fuck out of it. Um, Absolutely. I, I, I just I just don't. I, for me, I I don't like to hear the growl all day long. That's not <laughs> my thing. That's just me. Um, but someone that's got that good mix of it, like I I really love and appreciate that. Right. Um, well, so and again, that's why that's why that first used album is like one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so on on top of you know like being inspired by a, a bunch of different bands, Mackay. Mm-hmm. I was curious with uh, with your music, like just as a whole, because mm-hmm. we've talked with you for a good forty minutes about you being a horror fan and like other things that have influenced you in your life. How much does horror bleed into the feel of your of your music? Do you think? Because I'm li- I'm thinking of the new single, scary scary movie, right? And it's got mm-hmm. that little mm-hmm. that little earwormy like yeah hook yep. to it, that <laughs> like, and it's real like it just gets stuck in your head. And then I'm thinking of like. I wonder if he's influenced by like how much does horror bleed into it? Because I know as a musician myself, I'm influenced by a lot of horror scores. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the the It Follows soundtrack, or like the right. style that John Carpenter does. How much? Right. How much does your love of horror and like the music and the feel that comes from horror? How much does that bleed into writing songs for you? Well, I think I think more lately than it always has. I think I think it always has in the sense that I've always viewed horror or let, let's see. My my previous self viewed horror as uh you know the exploration between life and death, let's say. Um a little more literal. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll say. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, I have a greater appreciation for the for the satire and the dark humor. So I guess embracing more of that, you know, because like in the earlier work, a song like 7-Eleven or Tarantino is, yeah, definitely kind of horror based, but, you know, a little more like on the literal or CD side of things where it's like, yeah, scary movies, a little bit more fun. The next song that's coming out, um, I'm not supposed to talk about too much yet, but it's a little bit heavier. Um, and it's, again, part of this this. This linear concept record, um, where essentially there's a character, and you know, like all good scary movies, they start watching a scary movie before their life becomes a scary movie, which is you know the next uh, the next track is gets a little bit heavier because uh, you know it's supposed to be you know awesome, transitioning man. like just like in Scream, you know mm-hmm. from uh, what Scream was that by the way where the the, the girls are sitting on the couch. And I'm sorry to digress for a No, minute. you're good, man. They're, they're sitting on the couch and they're watching a movie. I think of, of the girls also sitting on a couch oh, uh, with a stab. Scream 4. It's the newest one. Four. Right? Oh, 5. Is that 5 or 4? No, it's 4. Is it the newest one? Oh, four. Okay. Five, five opens with uh, Jenna Ortega on the phone texting with That's Ghostface. Right. Four That's has right. Uh, Anna Paquin in there. Four. Do it like yeah. talking about the stab movies. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, four. Yeah, so it's it's almost like that. So then you know the net the next track um it get, gets a little bit heavier. So yeah, it's it's definitely an influence, and also uh, making the scary movie music video, like you know, really yeah. dissecting the shots um and and the the plot lines and the tropes and even the cliches. Um, 
it was super educational. Yeah. So there, there's a pretty big correlation to answer your question. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I'll say um, one of the things that I was surprised about, um, because uh, obviously, um, you know, we're talking for the first time with you, Makai. Um, and uh, when Bucky brought, you know, you up and, you know, your music and everything, you know, most of the time when you hear or anyone wants to talk about like uh, horror movie music or mm-hmm. anything that's inspired by it, I'm I'm automatically thinking. You're thinking like, Slipknot, Rob Zombie, <laughs> death metal, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I listened I listened to the track, and I was like, <laughs> oh wow, this is cool. Like, like, <laughs> Thank you so I much, man. I like I wasn't expecting that at all. Like when I when I went to go listen to it, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna listen to it. and and not to say that I, no, I no like the death metal stuff, but yeah. it was just unexpected. Like I was just like I was <laughs> I was turning it on um you know to listen to it on the way home tonight and i was like i was like man i'm gonna get this death metal song you know like um <laughs> and <laughs> um and, and you know like i said it like it kind of reminded me of uh mgmt who i yeah man yeah kind of like that vibe and i was like whoa this is this is different and thank and you I man. Like it. it's a change yeah well, man uh I, I, I guess really it's a good time to that. say – well, thank you, man. Thank you so much. It's based on a true story. I don't, did I tell you guys about this already or no? You no, might have, no. you might have, yeah, you might have mentioned it to me when we were talking okay. about your intro to okay. horror, actually. Okay. Yeah. So so I was living in Miami at the time, and uh, you know, this is years ago, and it was an all-glass house because you know it's it's Miami, so it's got to be architecturally or whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> so so uh, well, I'm going – We live in Charleston, so we know that aesthetic. There yeah, you go. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very much not Nashville. Very different aesthetic than Nashville. Okay, so anyway, so I'm there, and, and you know, I live there with a few of my roommates and stuff like that. So I go to the bathroom, um, and as I look out, you know, so uh, the shower's over here, and, and I'm looking out, uh, and it's a fenced-in property, you know. The, the fence is, I don't know, six, seven feet tall. Um, I see two guys with guns, and they are breaking into the room directly next to the room that I'm in. And I'm like wow. – Oh shit! <laughs> um, also, my dick is out, so this is not this does not bode well. <laughs> um, so I'm like, what? What the fuck do you do? What do you do in that situation? You know, um, pull your pants up for starter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I figured, you know what? Maybe if I start like turning on lights and making noise, like maybe maybe they think like at that side of the house nobody's over there, so they'll be like, "Ah, hey, we'll just break in, maybe steal some stuff, and then you know, break out." Um, break out. What am I talking about? <laughs> They've already <laughs> broken in. Walk out. Anyway, so so I, you know, start turning on lights and you know, uh, you know, causing a ruckus, you know, screaming and stuff, running to the other end of the house. If it were a real scary movie, I would have had. I should have gone towards the action <laughs> but um, or, or just ran upstairs where you can't get away so. and yeah. that's it that's it that's or or yeah like the song just just hide in the shower um but <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> but i'm here to tell tell the tale so clearly clearly i lived um mm. so so i ran the other oh, way to the you? kitchen you lived, I, I, <laughs> you lived through it? Uh, uh meaning i did not uh i did not <laughs> embrace embrace them what aren't you you're supposed to go hello is anybody is anybody out anybody there, there? 
So, uh, so anyway, I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, flipping on lights, you know, screaming, yelling, get my roommates and everything. So we hide in the kitchen because there's, you know, you could hide behind the counter, even though it's glass, you know, behind the island, you were kind of safe. And um, so we called for the first time in my life, the only time in my life, we called the cops and they're like, okay, you know, be, you know, be cool. We'll be right there. And um, okay, great. You know, we're breathing. Oh my God. All right. All right. We wait, you know, nothing. We're like, call the cops again. You know, like, hey, you just we just fucked to talk to you, dude. You got two guys with guns. They're like, what are you doing? Like, oh, okay, chill out. We'll be right there. Okay. Nobody showed up ever. So, yeah. Can you believe that? What would you do? They had guns. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We we got knives. We were in the kitchen. So we got the biggest knives we could and started slowly exploring the house. I'll be (laughs) honest. I went I went in the direction I was last in last (laughs) (laughs) um but it but it turned out it was you know nobody nobody was there they had uh they had started breaking in like you know they they, you know broke in the doorknob and and uh started fucking up the door and then probably heard the ruckus and left thank god yeah Um, you know because shit man glad you're okay knives don't meet guns right (laughs) (laughs) glad you're okay dude thank you thank you yeah exactly (laughs) exactly well, that's a yeah, that's quite a way to uh, to have a story to tell, man. But uh, it gave you a great song, dude. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. And, of course. Um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a blast to be able to share it. You of know? course, and, man. And make new friends uh, with dudes like you guys and and talk about horror. You know, I didn't really get to do that before this, so now I have an excuse. To, Hell yeah. Uh, well, we would. We <laughs> yeah, would, there you go. We would cinematic. also. Yeah. And we would also be remiss if we uh, if we didn't talk about um, a big part of the song. I mean, you got Ryan Pruitt on there, man. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, we're what buddies, a, man. What a huge yeah. opportunity, man. How did that come yeah. about, and what was well, that like? Well, we we toured together for um, four or five years on just all di- all different. And, ju- and just for, and just for some, I con- didn't I didn't play with Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Just so everybody, knows. I was gonna say I, not. I was gonna say just That's, for some just for some context. Do yeah. you want to tell our audience who Ryan Pruitt is if they yeah, don't know? Yeah, Ryan Pruitt plays keys for Billy Ray Cyrus, and he actually started mixing for him uh, too. But I don't think I don't know if they've released anything about that yet. So I'm sure. gonna, I'm I'm not gonna say anything yeah. about that. But but yeah. yeah, he's been playing he's been playing keys for him for a while now, which is so cool because we've been we've been buddies forever. Um, Ryan has hooked me up with a ton of gigs. I mean, he saved my ass so many times. Um, and we just go way back, man. I mean, my God, I, I, when I think of him, I think of him, he used to drive the bus. I mean, he would drive, <laughs> Rhino would drive the tour bus. There we go. Um, nice. he was an animal and he was always, he'd be more concerned, uh, um, about, you know, chicken wings or chicken nuggets or chicken <laughs> fingers, or he would be disappointed in me if, if I did this interview and didn't mention his love for, uh, for food, but specifically the chicken. Oh, there we go. Variety. <laughs> so we, so that actually brings up an important uh, question. Were you guys yeah. in the studio together working on this? So it's actually interesting how it happened. No, even though we were both in Nashville, we we were not. Um, although we we did go to each other's studio shortly thereafter. Okay. Um, this he actually tracked for another song of of ours um it was called passenger and it was when i first moved into the new studio um about two years ago and it was like uh uh 
almost like a funky David Bowie. Uh, we'll say you're saying MGMT, so we'll we'll say kind of the magic words, kind of kind of MGMT, that kind of vibe. No, the magic words were David Bowie. Bowie, Bowie man, go ahead. Bowie. Go ahead. Well, by Bowie. the way, fun fact, fun fact. Did you know all it. the Friday the Thirteenth films to keep them from getting bootlegged? They nicknamed them with David Bowie songs up until they were released in theaters did not know wow that. yeah. that's awesome yeah google it yeah cool. it's pretty cool yeah yeah i'll check it out man that's cool I'm a, I'm a massive massive bowie fan are you really do you have a favorite oh, record? Yeah. i know it's so hard uh yeah it's really hard um i was uh during uh ziggy stardust um, okay yeah sure yeah all eras of bowie like, they I are bowie. i mean love the berlin berlin years yeah, oh. Berlin was great. Yep. You know, just you can't go wrong with that guy. <laughs> yeah, you can't, man. Like he he went all over the place. Like he uh, he did. The greatest the greatest thing about him is just like it, in and I I don't know if the comparison is is like a great comparison, um, but Bowie was different with each album. Exactly. Like, he kind of made a different style or a different um, uh, version of himself. Exactly. Like each album. And one of the things that like I really like, so this might be the bad comparison, um, but being a big Muse fan, yeah. like I love, I love Muse because they kind of do that same thing. Like you've got one where it's like this kind of like chill, um, you know, easy going one. And then you get this one that's like really hard. And then, you know, you get another one that's, uh, you know, somewhere. In exactly. And so like each album, you kind of don't know what you're getting. Um, and it, but all of it's great. And, and I love that. And that's what we're, yeah. that's literally like, that is the first, I mean, that's how, like I said, the next song doesn't sound anything like this. And yet uh, they all kind of sound you know, I, I was going to say, man, you have really you're influenced by all these artists that we've talked about on the episode, but you have really like found your sound to where Thank every, so every much, song man. I listen to. I know that it's the first at this uh, point. Thank you, man. And uh, I want to I want to say congratulations on the new Dude, single. Thank you. It thank is. You. It is phenomenal. And um so as we're recording this, it's uh, about three days away from uh, the music video release. That's so right. As we sort of uh, wrap it up here, do you want to talk to our listeners about the music video that's coming out for Scary Movie? Well, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it. I think, um, of course, every artist says this about their latest work. Um, it's our, <laughs> it's our, it's our best music video. It's our best music video. There's a great storyline. Um, I guess I, I can give you a little hand. It it reprises the characters from the Geronimo music video. Um, it's called Scary Movie. They all die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun really getting into like, you know, the camera angles and figuring out, you know, how do you do the kill scenes? And um, <coughs> you know, we got we got tons of the fake blood and um, and the props. It was a lot of fun to get into, you know, learning how to do the uh, the knives where they, you know, when they stab you, it uh, it retracts into the back. And mm -hmm. uh, sure. here I am. Here I am giving all the way to secrets, <laughs> but it was just it was so much fun to shoot. That's awesome, man. Makai, like it's it's really been a pleasure having you on. Absolutely, likewise, um, absolutely. Likewise. 
And uh, so when when Bucky and I were kind of talking about this beforehand, um, we were just like, you know, this is kind of going to be like an interview. Let's talk to Makai about his music. And of course we have um, and love talking to you about it. But um, we were we were like, you know, maybe this will be like a, a little, you know, 30 minute bonus episode but you know, <laughs> nah. got, on, got on with us and um and it, you know you're up our alley man and yeah, hey, no, we are fast friends fast, fast friends, friends. As, soon, as soon as i started texting with kev man i was like this literally looks like i'm texting myself <laughs> hey man, right. that's, that's, that's like, yeah, i was like man. oh my god the, the exclamation marks mm-hmm. i was just like this is that i'm literally i'm just texting myself right now um <laughs> now we've uh, we've become fast friends and honestly i think uh you know after you hear some of the future songs maybe we can talk again because there, there are a few more horror oh absolutely man record absolutely. absolutely i would love to talk to you well, again and, when the record drops thank you so much and, bro our our you know our podcast is you know horror themed or 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 whatever but um you know, Kevin Bucky comes from a huge musical background. So do I. Yes. You know, like, so I didn't even ad nauseum. Like, I have all this, like, back-end knowledge of, like, the industry and everything. Amazing, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's it's really cool um, that, you know, our, our, pad, our podcast is, like, kind of themed this way. Um, but I, I love talking to musicians because yeah, man. you know both of us are huge music fans. Likewise, um, and, likewise, I and mean, and it's it's fun talking to people that know their shit. <laughs> uh, well, and and likewise with you guys. I mean, you guys are both shredders uh, when it comes to music and slashers when it comes to horror, and um, <laughs> it's just yeah, like it's just so much fun to get to to finally you know have a reason to uh, to you know hang out and and uh, you know chill with dudes exactly and, like and, myself. Yeah, man. Well, it's definitely going to happen. At, yeah. Oh, absolutely, and it's definitely going to happen again. We'll have to have you back on for that Bubba Hotep movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds oh. great. I'll, I'll bring my mask next time and make <laughs> some popcorn. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. And uh, real quick, as we sort of wrap up here, I just want to give you uh, a moment to uh, plug your socials, man. Talk uh, talk to our people about what's coming up next for the, for the first. And uh, what can we look forward to as we approach the new music video and morning music? Thank you so much, man. Yo, thank thank you both for having me on. First and foremost, thank you everybody for listening. Um, you know, we love you guys. Love our first family. You, which you guys are first family for life, whether you want it or not. So welcome. <laughs> um, I no, guess we'll take it. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome, man. We're happy to be a part of it. Um, thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. We got the video. This is dropping the same day as as the music video. So thanks everybody for watching that. And uh, new singles almost every month. The next single drop in February 24th. You heard it first. Sick. Cool, man. Well, uh, we got the exclusive on that shit. You do. do. And uh, to wrap it up here with the blessing of our guest today, Mikai of the first, he has given us permission to spin a couple of his tracks on the podcast. And uh, so I think uh, we're obviously going to, we're going to play the new single scary movie. But I think uh, we touched on this a little bit, and it's a good companion piece. So I think I'm going to first play Geronimo and then have it go into Scary Movie as the companion pieces. So uh, Thank you. So, of course, all copyright and ownership of the songs do go to the first, Mackay and all the members of the band, all their distribution. We're happy to spin it for them. And uh, here you go, guys. Here are the two songs, Geronimo and Scary Movie from the first. And thank you, Mackay, for joining us. We will see you all again for our Sunday episode. But in the meantime... 
Get in touch with us at Midnight Terrors Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Shoot us an email at Midnight Terrors Podcast at gmail.com. And absolutely go follow the first on Instagram and all social medias. Look out for them on tour and for any live setting, any live shows coming up. And stream the music until you can't stream anymore. Thank you, well, gentlemen. Make sure, make sure too, that we um, elaborate that is first without the I. No I. No I. Yeah. No I in first. F R S T. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep, yep. Awesome. No, it took me a yes, second to <laughs> took me a second to get that. <laughs> and then once you got us, we'll never let you go. <laughs> there you go. There we there go. In a creepy, go. in a very, in a very creepy Friday the Thirteenth way, right? <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, love you guys. Yeah, man. That's Makai. Uh, yeah, it was great, man. We that's, enjoyed you. Yeah, that's Makai of the first. Everybody here is Geronimo and Scary Movie by the First. We'll see you all again on Sunday. Peace.